I already feel like thousands of people are listening to me right now. This is terrifying. Millions. Terrifying. One billion people. No. The Great Dive Podcast is hosted by your buddies, James and Brando. I don't want to pull a Brandon. Brando, you owe me big time. Ooh, I like that. He's going to have to hear that. Okay, so welcome back to the Great Dive Podcast. You're here with your host, Jamesy. And guess what? Once again, we're missing Brando. He came down with a case of Ebola, I think, when he was in Madagascar. And that boy is down. He's down bad. He's down hard. Can't talk. And when he does open his mouth, he's coughing up globs of goo and phlegm and filth. And we don't want him anywhere around these microphones. Otherwise, we'll never get rid of it. So he's at home trying to uh, trying to heal up so we can be back at you guys next week because we got a doozy scheduled for you guys. It's a big one. It's going to be a multi-week, a big, big look at deep air diving. So get ready for uh, for a couple of weeks of fun. But in his place, you may be thinking, oh, my God, he's going to read a story again. Here we go. But no, I'm not. That's not what I'm going to do. And you're not, now, I know what you're thinking. Now you're thinking, oh, clip show. Here we go. Another, another clip show. No, no. Don't try to figure me out. I have for you something very special. In fact, this is the very first special guest host at the Great Dive Podcast. And not only is it a special guest host, we have for you, for you our listening female audience, we have a female co-host for you today. Now she is much lovelier than Brando, much prettier to sit across from. This co-host for today is none other than good old Jamesy's wife. Patty. No, yes, it was some emphasis. You remember? You, you, have you ever heard the show? <laughs> you know what Brando sounds like. Do you know your wife? <laughs> it's not like I'm forcing you to be here. Brando. <laughs> I don't go Patty. Th- that'll work. That's better. That's it's cheese ball. <laughs> I have never recorded in my life. I feel like a cheese ball. Well, you don't look like a cheese ball. You look like a podcasting professional. You got the you got the microphone. You got the headphones you're sitting in this awesome recording studio what do you think about the the great dad podcast recording studio it's beautiful i finally am now able to come into it it's nice i thought you guys were uh, always just kind of screwing around talking and yakking the whole time and cracking jokes um we are professionals honey professional joke makers no we uh, we record quality knowledgeable educational information that our listeners want to listen to 
occasionally we crack a joke. And that's just to keep the show entertaining. I see. Well, typically, you know, at the beginning of the show, I feel like I got to explain it to you because I'm, I'm kind of worried that you've never listened to an episode. <clears throat> how about you? Uh, how about you refresh me on how the uh, show goes? Um, don't worry, because I'm going to download every episode for you to your phone so you can listen tomorrow <laughs> on the way in. Well, typically at the beginning of the show, you know, we just kind of chat around, catch up. But I've been talking to you all day, so I already know what's going on in your life. But what you don't know is that we kind of made a little bit of a faux pas recently. Uh-oh. Yeah, well, we um, faux pas is French, you know, en français. Because we have a lot of uh, French-Canadian listeners. That's why we speak in French a lot. Oui, oui. Very good. See, you're catching right on. Brando, you've been replaced. <laughs> Brando, please come back. <laughs> so we have some French-Canadian listeners, and uh, we gave a, sh- a shout-out and a thank you to one of them last week, Nolan, for being a new uh, Patreon sponsor. But we neglected to mention his wife. You didn't mention Karen? Well, it's... No, because when it came through, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. who the sponsor was, it just... It was I, just I, his, I see how things go. It just was, was his name, so it didn't dawn on me to, to remember back, and I, I feel really terrible because we got some hate mail. We got our first official hate mail. I think you need to make it up to Karen, then. We do. We're going to have to figure out a way to really make it up to her. We are working on some new Great Dive Podcast merchandise. What are you guys thinking about? We got some new t-shirts that we've been working on. We got some new stickers. I don't know if you saw the sticker that uh, one of our other... Uh, followers and and subscribers and sponsors and uh made up for us don't touch my shit stickers and it's kind of been a hit we get a lot of facebook comments and messages and and emails about these stickers so i think we're gonna have to go with it and actually make these things up i think i actually did uh see the feed on that one uh i didn't know whether i was allowed as your wife to uh to like it or if i needed to uh, neglect it and just kind of look at it and snicker well so let's kind of let's kind of get our listeners a little bit familiar with you because you are a diver so you you fit in pretty well for being a co-host i'll do my best I don't have the experience that uh, Jamesy and Brando have. Hey, we we were like professionals right out of the gate, so you might be you might be surprised. This might turn into a, a three person podcast before you know it. Uh oh, I won't quit my day job though. <laughs> well, so you are a diver. I am a diver. So you you were a diver for a little bit before we really met. Yep, I started back in two thousand and twelve. Decided to. Uh, do some fun recreational activity and uh, took some scuba diving classes. There you go. And we met shortly thereafter. And the rest is history. Then you started diving with me and dun, dun, you were hooked. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a funny joke to crack, but I can't right now. That's all right. That's all right. If, if you think of something, go with it. Just go with it. Don't, don't hold back. Boy, I'm nervous. Well, relax a little bit. There's nothing to be nervous about. I feel like I'm being interviewed. Well, you, in a, a little bit you are, but it's not so much an interview as it, it should just be just a casual conversation that we're having. With funny headphones on and I have to have my mouth right in front of the mic. And talk with a little bit more um, definition. Okay. Not Like enunciation-wise? Um, enunciation's okay, but just not, so, s- not so timid for the breath to come out of your lungs and through your vocal cords. Talk like you're, you want people to hear you. Okay. So unlike like a, if I'm at work. See, right now, is, that's perfect. Okay. That's how you want to be. Okay. You're working now for TGDP. Okay. 
I will get you a... On the payroll? Yes. Okay. I will get you some correspondence stock and a Speedo. <laughs> I think I'm covered. No, thank you. <laughs> see, now, see, now Brandon would have thought that was hilarious because that's a, not another <clears throat> Life Aquatic reference. Uh, see, I've seen Life Aquatic, but I don't have it memorized. Well, you're going to have to... If you're going to if you're gonna keep this job as co-host, you're going to have to memorize all the lines from all the great movies. Well, when am I going to get a check? Um, we are like... 62 episodes in the rears right now. <laughs> so, so in other words, never. <laughs> Don't hold your breath on it. See, that uh, that rule works for scuba diving as well as for podcasting. I see. Don't hold your breath. Wait. Hey, that's good to know. I think you fit in pretty good as a, as a co-host, so you're, you're going to do a great job. And what I have lined up for us today is so perfect. It's actually better that you're here than Brandon being here. Why is that? So we're getting ready for this big multi-episode show about the deep air world record that went on. And we'll be going on for till the end of time, I'm sure. But uh, went on for decades, and all the people that fought for this record, some really good stories, you know, along the way. And so, in researching them, I was going through some old old magazines, and I came across this just this. Sign of the Times from the late 60s, uh, just a classic, pretty misogynist, uh, uh, l- not completely anti-woman, but boys, it, it, it wouldn't fly in 2018, I'll give you that much. And this is my first episode, and this is what you're bringing me into? <laughs> this is what you get. So Great. the article was called, Teaching the Wife to Dive. <laughs> Let's hear it. So this is out of uh, Skin Diver from March of 1969. It's about a guy kind of going through, talking about what's going through his head. And it's, it's, it's it- all from his perspective. Great. <laughs> they, they don't really give the woman's perspective, which is where you're going to come in. Because you're, you're going to come in, you're going to bring in the woman's perspective. And actually, I think like, you're going to bring in the, the, the 2018 woman's perspective a little Uh-oh. bit right because you're a pretty uh, uh self-reliant independent strong beautiful woman of 2018 so uh you know you can keep in mind i'm sure you can imagine what the editors felt the woman of 1969 was like in comparison to the woman of today i'm a little nervous yeah they they, they classify her as a little bit carol brady meets um, Marilyn Monroe, kind of, you know, uh, in a way. I'm surprised they let us dive back in those days. Well, funny that you mentioned that because I, um, I did come across a um, another article. I might have to save it for the next International Women's Dive Day. Maybe I'll read that to <laughs> I'll interview women down at Women's Dive Day and go through this article with them. Um, it was something to the effect of should women dive? The, the, this well, was the a, obvious answer oh, is rock, yes. The, well, obviously, we know that now. And by the way, I would have always been a strong fighter for for women to dive and women's rights in the wetsuit. Mm, in the wetsuit. <laughs> Not in the dry suit, in the wetsuit. Or dry suit, too. <laughs> dry suit, too. I'm, I'm pro dry. You know, I'm very pro dry suit. But hey, that's beside the point. That's 2069 talking right there. I apologize. Mm-hmm. No, that's 1969 talking right there. I <laughs> 2069, apologize. I was thinking, woo, I don't know if I will be diving then. So 
Carl DeBevick wrote an article teaching the wife to dive. What did Carl have to say? Now, the article starts off in italics because he kind of sets the, sets the mood, so to say. Okay. And he writes, Admittedly, there are many members of the fair sex who make excellent wives, mothers, and divers. To a male diving enthusiast, these women are referred to as the triple threat type. On occasion, however, a man may find himself attached to a mate who does not share his boundless fascination with the underwater world and yet is determined to avoid making her a quote-unquote diving widow. So he goes about the process of teaching her to dive. The lady, while not wildly optimistic about the venture, joins in with a true spirit of loyalty and understanding. And in so doing, injects her own wonderful brand of femininity into the sport. A certain waterlogged husband here reports his results at teaching the wife to dive. Where to begin? (laughs) Well, I bet you can hardly believe you're going to make your first open water dive after all those hours in class. Don't be afraid. Everything will be fine. No problems at all. You're going to really love... Huh? Yeah, your hair looks great. Hey, here we are. That's where we're going to dive. No, no. Over there. By the water. Right, 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 right. By the water. Because women don't know what the water looks like, let alone (laughs) anybody who dives knows that you're here. You you give up. Hey, this is... um, this is somebody else, not me. Remember, this is somebody else. So I can't take out any aggression Don't take here? take this out on me. I have nothing to do with this. Okay, let's get this equipment out of the trunk. And here, we'll just... Uh, I'd imagine it's a fish. If it's swimming around and... Yes, I see it. No, it's not a shark. Now, now why don't you check the... Because there are no sharks in stone quarries. Here's your regular... Honey, I really doubt whether a four-inch fish can bite very hard. Now, here's the well, pressure gauge. For those gauge. of you who have actually uh, gone to some of the quarries uh, where we dive, I can tell you some of those fish can get a little bit aggressive. I'm happy I uh, have uh, a hood on uh, in the weather. Oh, yeah. Some yeah. of those uh, demon trout at uh, some of those local quarries can get pretty uh, pretty aggressive if you don't show up with your little baggie of food. to Food to or r- cheese whiz. Yeah. Food or cheese whiz to feed them. Yeah, yeah. Now, here's your pressure gauge. Why don't you take the, the pressure gauge? We covered that in class. You put it on the tank to see how much. The Are scuba ki- tank. Are you kidding me? This is, this is killing me, James. Absolutely killing me. It's as if they're depicting women as not even understanding how, how to look at something and know a tank. I didn't write this article. Remember that. It means self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. Oh, so that's what that means. Thanks for letting me know. The instructor was joking if he told you it stands for second class unencumbered belching aid. (laughs) That's actually a good one. Uh, (laughs) uh, I would have never come up with that. No, I did like that one too. Like uh, we joked, I remember in my basic beginner open water class, the instructor joked that it stood for some come up barely alive. You got to have a sense of humor. <laughs> you do, you do, you do, you do. But uh, that was pretty good. Second class unencumbered belching aid. Look, I'll check the pressure in the tanks and you get into your wetsuit. Okay, if I even tried to pull that off with you uh, as uh, even your wife, 
would not be acceptable. Come on. As a diver, you're supposed to be self-reliant and be able to uh, to look and actually read and, and keep track and make sure you, you have uh, enough gas to get both of you back if you're diving with, with a buddy. Yes, very good, right? Like, uh, But again, back in the time. Uh, Women they, didn't they, know they how to read a gauge. <laughs> Read At least that's how, that's how I'm uh, interpreting this gauge. article. Women can't read gauges. What's a gauge? I mean, unless it's a thermometer on the oven, maybe. <laughs> you're lucky you're sitting about uh, three feet away from me. Otherwise, uh, you might have something thrown at you. Or like the uh, the heat index on the toaster <laughs> to, <laughs> to tell how brown you want the toast. Like that, a, a woman mm. might be able to read. But a pressure gauge... Just too complicated. Too too complicated. Mm, No credit. The life vest goes outside the wetsuit. Right. Now pull the pants, just like a girdle. (laughs) Because uh, women wear girdles all the time. Uh, Try again. Back in those days. Back in the 60s. Like a girdle. Well, yeah, they all all had those, you know, those girdly bodies. It It was part of the morning routine. My grandma did. Well, your grandma was probably, you know, uh, probably fraternized with the dive guys back in the the 60s, uh, hanging out at the old beach, if you know what I mean. Of course, I've never put a girdle on. I just imagined. Okay, I'm sorry. Make sure you got all the zippers. You have to, you have the jacket on backwards. Here, let me help you. There we go. You poked a hole through the suit with your long nails. I asked you to cut them before we came here. Well... Millie's husband does not skin dive. You've lost me there on, on Millie's husband. She's going, Millie's husband said it's okay to uh, okay. to have long nails or something to that effect, I'm sure. So this article is completely portraying women as, as being ditzy, superficial. We can't uh, logically think. We're not complex thinkers. Uh, we're even unable to identify a tank, a gauge, let alone put on a BCD in the in the correct manner and put it on backwards. So so basically, this article is pretty much saying that we're not good for anything. Oh, I, I'm pretty sure. Let's that not means even you're good go for there. <laughs> sure we should edit this out somewhere that you're mm. good for something. Mm. Like helping to spot out fish on the dive is what I was getting at. Read uh, know all the scientific mm. names of the fish that we saw. You know, stuff like that, I'm sure, is what he was trying to reference. Ah, I see. I see. I'm not so sure I uh, agree with you on that one, but we'll let it ride. Okay. Now, what number of weights do you have? 24? Are you sure? No. I said weights, not waste. How many weights do you have? Are you? <laughs> of course, I think you have a nice waist, but I... No. I'm not being sarcastic. Yes, yes, you are. This whole article is sarcastic. Look, I've got the tanks all set to go here. And now we... uh... Knock, knock. What? Oh, boy. Okay. Who's there? KGB. (laughs) 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 Sorry, I do love The Office. So, see, you fit in perfect with this show. (laughs) Yeah, but I can't can't remember the rest of the joke. That's the problem. Because he goes... uh, KGB, who we will ask the questions. <laughs> oh, well done. Brando, you're gone. Brando, you're fired. We got to get a new host. Brando, you're not fired. Please come back. Oh, man. So 
Haha, that was very good. Now, here's your tank. So just, I like your bathing suit very much. But well, no, I just had other things on my mind, that's all. You didn't notice my bathing suit underneath my wetsuit? Underneath my backwards BCD? How dare you? Oh, I saw it, baby. Jamesy, Jamesy, Jamesy. What? Of course I love you. Now get your tank on. The tank goes on your back. It doesn't go in the front? Good, 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 good. What about a no. side mount? <laughs> or doubles? Check the safety hitches. What? All right, I give. What's the definition of a safety hitch? A shotgun wedding. Very good. Now I'll get mine on and... You're killing me. Wait, do you want to do the safety hitch joke? Not really. <laughs> you didn't like it? Not really. When I think of a safety hitch, I think of a trailer hitch. Yeah, not the whole shotgun wedding. Yes, your hair looks fine. If it wasn't for the shine on your nose... No, no, no. Really, I'm kidding. Hey, hey, come back. Really? I'm kidding. Look in the car mirror. See? Here. I'll take the fins and things. I'm surprised you didn't just slap her in the ass right there to give her uh, some encouragement. Let's go, baby. Horrible. Horrible. Ah! Ah, What'd you do that for? Yes, it's darn cold. That's why my skin is all blue. Was that after the woman uh, or the the wife pushed her husband into the quarry? Because nowadays, that's what I... Yeah, yeah, I think she either dumped water into his suit or down his back or pushed him in. I think that was well-deserved. You think uh, she's getting tired of his uh, sexist sexist uh, ways? Absolutely. Now, do you think this really reflects men of the time? I prefer not to even think that that was uh, acceptable back in the day because that would not fly nowadays. Not at all. Wait, so if I talk to you like this, you don't have to have, as the, inappropriate you don't have as, to look at that, have that look in your eye right now. As I'm, inappropriate I'm speaking, as this is, I would shut your ear off. <laughs> I'm speaking. For the man. No, no, no I'm, I'm, I'm speaking. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Hypothetically? Uh, yes, I'm speaking hypothetically. Would not accept it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, okay? I won't say it again. Look, it's hot in these suits, so let's get in the water as soon as... I thought you had that mass strap adjusted. Well, fix it. But I need to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Just poke it in there good. Now, no, no, scotch tape wouldn't hold it. Now, the other end is out. Here, here, I'll get it. There. Hey, where's the faceplate in this thing? I'm hoping that's the husband talking and not the wife. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So now the husband's incompetence is uh, being shown. What's it doing? Well, the turtles don't need something to slide down. How do you say? I'm not sure. It says, here, I'll get it there. Hey, where's the faceplate in this thing? What's it, what's it doing? Well, the turtles don't need something to slide down. Sweetheart, would you okay. like me to read it? No. no. A woman to uh, interpret uh, what a man is trying to read? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just trying to get it. It's kind of weird. He says, what's it doing? Well, turtles don't need something to slide down. How do you expect to dive without? I'm not shouting. Oh, now now don't start crying. Hey, careful. Thanks for patronizing us, uh, gentlemen of the 1960s. (laughs) Hey, careful. That wasn't a loose string, dear. You just inflated my life vest. Well deserved. I think that was on purpose. Oh, oh, I don't think... um, 
Carl Debevic realized it was on purpose. Purpose, but I think you may be correct. I think it was on. I purpose. think it was well deserved. You you treat me like I uh, an airhead and ditzy and can't make decisions. Whoops! Did I accidentally pull something the wrong way and inflate something I shouldn't have? That's what she said. <laughs> Literally. Okay, so we go back to some italics. And what what goes on now? So that just kind of closes out the article. I told you it was a short one. You know, we it's could, definitely we could a short one. So. And so the day wears on and out. According to our last report, this gentleman has since hung up his fins and taken up golf. In fact, during the first round of the African Open, he hit into the rough and hasn't been seen since. Although now and then reports drift through about some strange creature roaming the jungle, giving off a wild, hysterical laugh. I think that may be his wife. I think she's probably laughing back at home with, you know, uh, Johnny the Pool Boy. Could very well be. Do I have to deal with that chauvinist? No, thank you. I mean, so no way could something like this fly in 2018, eh? Not even an accurate uh, description of... Anybody, even prior to me meeting you, any of the women that I, I dove with. Yeah, because you know a lot of female divers right now. Uh, uh, a couple of our Canadian friends, even that we mentioned earlier, yeah. you know, that are uh, strong, very confident, and very accomplished divers. Absolutely. Absolutely. And even, even our divers back home, you know, in the area, great, great female divers. That would not stand for any of these uh, comments uh, or or even behave in that manner. No, absolutely not. I mean, it's it's, it's crazy. So, I mean, it, back then, just the, I, I guess it was everywhere, though, unfortunately for women. I, myself, am a card-carrying feminist myself. So well, we thank you. Speaking for females everywhere. Well, darn it, you're welcome. Because I think you girls are great. Girls? You mm. women are great. Thank you. you women I don't are need great. to get you back in the 1960s era. Well, hey, listen, I've got, uh, uh, if you want to talk about women tougher than men, i got a, a whole team of uh, female rugby players that... Uh, you also have your wife. <laughs> yeah, yes. So should I go cut the lawn now? (laughs) Is that what I should go do? That might be a good thing. Okay. Cook some dinner. All right. I can do that. Well, hey, listen, we're going to wrap it up short this week anyway. So I think this is a fun fun little episode to do. I'm glad I got to uh, enjoy this one with you. You made a great dive, buddy. Well, thank you. Um, Even though it wasn't my good old buddy Brando, you were even a better dive, buddy. Hey, I had big fins to fill with uh, Brando missing. You did. You did some big big fins. Hopefully I did a, uh, an okay job. I, I think he's going to have a hard time coming back. I don't. Uh, it's, I may uh, be paying got, him uh, off. <laughs> okay. Well. Look for the check in the mail, Brando. So now did you bring your logbook with you? I told you to bring your logbook. Cause we I got, did bring we got, my logbook. Okay, good, because we got to sign logbooks. Okay. Because uh, this was a, a very good dive, so I'm going to pass yours over here. Let me grab that. Okay. Wait, Jamesy. I'll put Jamesy. I'll put Jamesy. Will you sign my logbook? Yes, Patty, I will sign your logbook. 
There you go. And uh, you need to side mine. Okay. So uh, um, make sure you put. Just you don't have to go through every page. Just. Well, I'm just making the, sure all I these dies are uh, accurately long. I had it set right to the one you had to okay. do. Okay. Okay. Very good. Thank you. All right, gang. So hey, on that note, we are gonna we're gonna leave you till next week. Uh, Brandon and I are digging into the deep air world record, starting all the way back. When old Jockey and the boys first started going with the old Aqualung. And uh, we are going to continue on through to the modern day. we got some really doozy stories in there for you. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to talk about some really cool stuff. And uh, looking forward to talking to you guys next week. So, safe diving. Buenos nachos. See you later. And thanks for joining us, Patty. Thanks for having me, James. I'm sure all the ladies out there are very thrilled that we had a female host because we are equal opportunity podcasters on the show. Appreciate it. And shout out to all those uh, female divers out there. Keep up the good work. Okay. See you guys. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Kind of get your lips right so they're almost tickling that, tickling that cover. That's what she said, and I don't like this. <laughs> this is why I don't record. Okay, so there you go. So now, see, that volume is, like, that's the range that we want.